This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a top of kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Cause Doug loves movies. Stools were oddly staggered. <laughs> I like them all in a straight line. Hey, everybody! Yeah! My name is Doug, and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies! <laughs> Doug loves being shouted at. <laughs> Coming to you once again from the Gramercy Theater on March 8, Heads in a Duffel Bag. Yeah. <laughs> For our first ever... 
Thug Loves Movies Tournament of Championships episode in New York City. At 420-ish, of course. How's everybody doing in the balcony? Are you resigned to the fact that your name tag will probably not be chosen? Are you going to be cool with it? I mean, these people up front got here seven hours ago, so that's why they're up front, I guess. Which is a shame, because a lot of potheads enjoy my stuff, but then they're not going to fucking get there two hours ahead of time or remember their name tag. There he is. That was my buddy who tweeted me today that he... You left your name tag on the train? Uh, in my car. Oh, in your car. <laughs> oh, well, at least you still have it. I thought you left it somewhere where you'll never get it back. Somebody else will get to use it. <laughs> uh, the winner of today's competition will move on to the uh, third uh, super tournament of champs against Scott Ackerman and Sammy Levine. Yeah. And then the winner of that will take on John Hamm and Matt Myra in the Super Duper Tournament of Championships. Yeah, so there's a long road ahead for one of these three people. Please welcome to the stage... TOC qualifiers Rob Cantrell, Jeff Tate and Judge John Hodgman He's, he's even wearing the robes. Let's hear it for the judge, everybody. Host of the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Yes, thank it's, you. It is Sir John Hodgman. Well, technically, I'm, I haven't been knighted. So you'll just so just judge is okay. Just order of the British Empire. <laughs> And, and I, am, uh, I am wearing judges' robes because I am the king of podcast visual humor. <laughs> I seem to recall you looking and acting hilariously at the uh, 12 Guests of Christmas episode. I was, and, uh, thank you. Yeah. So uh, I believe that statement. And uh, <laughs> I narrated everything that I was doing for the podcast listener. I am a podcast professional. Do you want to see a magic trick? Yeah. <laughs> Is he really going to do one? I have a can of Diet Coke up my sleeve. <laughs> but it won't come out. That was going to be such a good trick. Here it is. But that's okay. I've got one right here. Oh, it won't come out again. Right there. Ah. there it is. 
Gabe, the magician from uh, Getting Dug with High, is, uh, was backstage doing magic tricks. So I guess that put... He uh, taught me that one. That put you in a... He said, shh, put you shove in a, a Shove a can of soda up your sleeve. I'll <laughs> um, never know. And as a treat for the uh, winner of the prize bag this evening, uh, you will be going home with the robes that uh, John Hodgman is wearing and hiding soda cans. All right. Um, let's just take a second and plug anything you want to plug right now, because we might be in a rush at the end, depending on how long the competition takes. Please listen to the Judge John Hodgman podcast on MaximumFun.org. The end. Rob Cantrell is here, everybody. Hello, New York. Took down the uh, 12-plus guests of Christmas show uh, here at the Gramercy last December. Yeah. Yeah. How, How, are, you really, feeling? That, How are you feeling today, champ? Good, good, good. That uh, 12 days of Christmas, I just really zenned it out, you know. <laughs> I just didn't talk the whole time. <laughs> and that's what I'm planning to do this time, too. Yeah, weren't no. you sitting... No, it's great to be here. You were, sw- to be here. you were sitting between uh, Ben Bailey and Bonnie McFarlane, so, like, there's no hope for you, except, <laughs> except in the game, which is re- where it really matters. <laughs> You're back here today, and they are not, because they could not shut up and uh, understand how the games are played. <laughs> Takes all kinds. Uh, but it's always fun when somebody like Tig is on, you know, and doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And by always fun, I mean, you know, once every couple of years. <laughs> so, Rob, uh, do you, sizing up your competition, uh, you know, you're, it looks like you're going up against a judge and a bouncer. <laughs> so, uh, what do you think your chances are uh, uh, yeah, around such good. a tough crowd? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, in a street fight, you know, the, definitely the judge is going to whip my ass, and, uh, and then the bouncer is going to jump in. But uh, on this level, you never know movies, what the judge has up his sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You could come out with just a stalled da- can of Diet Coke. That's right. And... You talking to me? Yeah. 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 If you could just chuck cans at people that are full. Yeah. Full of a warm. It would be a weird superpower, but I bet it's shown up in some X Men comics. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a, it's a lethal weapon. A we have a gru- we have a grudge because on that that super duper uh, holiday show, you won and I lost first. Yeah. It was a fun game for me. <laughs> <laughs> it was. You were very funny for about five minutes, yeah. and, uh, and then you had to leave. I was so yeah. bummed out. I'm it a was, huge fan. It was actually perfect for me. <laughs> That's my favorite X-Men character, the one that can manipulate aluminum. (laughs) (laughs) And Jeff Tate's here, everybody. Hello. Hello. Brought in special. It's his fourth trip to New York ever. Ever. And uh, came by car this time. Yeah. You drove into Brooklyn. That's an interesting move. Terrifying. (laughs) Everything about New York is uh, weird and scary. I don't know if you guys, you guys probably don't see it anymore. You probably walk out of like, this is normal. It's not. I just, I just figured out that's where the word wary came from. When it's weird and scary, you're wary. Yeah. I was very wary. I was very, very wary. Uh, New York is, uh scary it's 
there's this is my first time being here single. And they're just, there's like, every girl is so good looking that I just wish I was a girl. I was just like, I just don't want to be involved in this. It's like, it's like, well, they're involved the, in a different way. They're the I ones, know. They're like the ones I, being stared at by every guy. The guys show up and all the girls are great looking, and I still got to look like this. And it's, it's like, it's like the fucking cheesecake factory menu or whatever. It's just, there's just too many, too many things I don't want to fucking pick. I'd rather be done. I just be like, I'll just, leave, I'll go back to Ohio. I, I understand. Don't you just it. wish you could just club one and drag it to the hotel? And... Or even... also, don't you wish you were staying in a hotel? Yeah, just kind of drag a drug a girl and take her to a couch. Hey, you want to go back to my friend's apartment? <laughs> we gotta be real quiet because it's New York and it's not really an apartment. It's like two closets and a bathroom that's the size of the bathroom that man in the flu medicine commercial where the elbows bump everything and he's like I feel like I'm too big for the house that's every apartment in New York where you're just like oh I can't take it it took me 40 minutes to take a shower because I couldn't fucking fit and I kept do one half at a time what's that one half at a time that's how you do it shower one half at a time the left half turn dry it off so it doesn't get wrinkly yeah the judge can really help you out Jeff with a lot of life decisions and, uh, I, yeah of, he's got a lot of life hacks is that for real because if that's for real I have a I'm gonna really bend your ear later sure I have been fucking things up for 36 years <laughs> if there's any way you can get me back on track that I'm, be... I'm here for you until I lose the game and then I'm gonna walk out of this theater and not look back so you're saying I should get my questions in now yeah <laughs> write them down and slip them into my robes well, you know, John, you're not going to be eliminated necessarily. It's the first person to five points. Will oh my be, goodness! Will be the winner. Oh boy! Yeah, it's quite a uh, speak. Quite the opposite of what you went through in December. So that, so, th- so that means I, I have to. I mean, get to stay for the entire show. That's correct. I very hope good. I was clear that we would need you till approximately six p.m. I shall be here until that very moment and longer if needed. Thank you so much. A, a judge is a government job. You don't work on Sunday. <laughs> I work for the government of my mind. <laughs> Today is not a holiday for me. Jeff, there, there never is for that, that mind of yours. But Jeff has uh, brought a couple things for the prize bag. He brought one of his CDs. This, one, this particular one's called I Got Potential. And uh, we're on, on the cover. He's dressed as your spirit animal. And, uh, and then he also brought a movie that's uh, directed by a uh, now friend of ours, I dare say, especially you were sleeping on his couch last evening, yeah. uh, a movie called Life of Crime, uh, directed by Dan Schechter. One guy out there, few people have seen it, probably at the urgings of us, because it's terrific. And uh, Will Forte, the last uh, man on earth, is uh, in that motion picture. <laughs> now that's a reason, another reason to watch it, you know? Because yeah. Will Forte is hot! Right, Judge? Big deal. Big deal right He's now. He's a big fucking deal right now. Big show on television. Big beard. Big co-star Kristen Schaal. It's fantastic. I get nothing for this. Why am I even talking about it? <laughs> Jeff likes to dress like Johnny Cash, uh, but he doesn't carry a Bible. He carries a little black book with all of his upcoming dates in it. I think he looks more like a Tom Waits Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> King of podcast visual references. I stopped stopped believing in Tom Waits when I was like nine. (laughs) What's in the book, Jeff? It's my plugs, because I forget everything. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, uh, April, that's my way of setting you up to say no, them out loud. Right. Uh, I got that. Uh, April 2, 3, and 4, I'm at the Joke Joint in Houston, Texas. And March 26th, I'm at Bogart's in Cincinnati doing uh, the show Jeff Tate's Trainwreck. Uh, so you can come see that if you're in Cincinnati or come see me in Houston and listen to my podcast, Afternoon Everybody, where I talk about cheers more than any other podcast, but not enough for some of you. <laughs> Can't please everybody. I get a lot of too much movie talk. Um, <laughs> also in the prize That's bag, right. I was on, uh, uh, what you call it, At Midnight. <laughs> And uh, they give me bananagrams every time. And I give them away every time. Um, I've got a bunch of other stuff that I've just gotten along the way. I got a... a, a Can I just say something about bananagrams? Sure. Terrible game. In fact... Of all the things that I thought you might say about bananagrams, that's the one I was hoping wouldn't be the thing. I guess I don't care if people no, shit, look, shit on everyone, bananagrams. Everyone, Judge John Hodgman, uh, podcast listeners know everyone can enjoy whatever they like. That's fine. If you like a game of Scrabble without a board, it's completely lawless and without <laughs> any elegance whatsoever, that's fine. But whoever wins this thing, take a picture of yourself wearing my robes and send it to me and I'll send you a Scrabble game. <laughs> and you'll enjoy it. And I've said this for a long time to the point where I went into the YMCA in Park Slope where I live and this woman came up to me I'd never seen before in my life. She said, you caused me a lot of trouble. I'm like, I'm sorry, have we met before? She says, no, I work for Bananagrams. <laughs> Shit. So I just want to say to that woman whose name I forget, I'm still out here stirring it up for you. <laughs> what is, I what work is... for Bananagrams. <laughs> I, what, what's bananagrams? <laughs> I, I've never even unzipped it to find out. But when you feel it, it does feel like it's full of Scrabble tiles. So I believe it is Scrabble without the board. Yeah. And in a banana-sized pouch yeah. with a fun name. Are there any rule differences? Or, well, I guess without a board, there can't be triple or... Eh, there there's no be, numbers. Make a bunch of, make a bunch of words uh, like there's no law or civilization. Yeah. <laughs> That's just words with friends, isn't it? You already have it you on really, your phone. Why do you have to walk around with a you banana? Wanna get, you want to get me angrier now. <laughs> at, at least you get like a cool bag that looks like that's a banana. Right. Yeah. That's right. No, the whole thing is so much fun. That, that's why I'm giving it away. <laughs> because I want somebody to have that fun for It'd going to the trouble of making a name tag. It would be a great bag if you had a banana that would fit in there and then you could walk around with it. <laughs> I yeah. got a koozie from the... Uh, <laughs> a, bana- a banana needs an extra peel. Yeah. Sorry about that. It's like a sweater. This, if it this, takes this long for me to say what prizes I'm holding, we're never going to get through this fucking game today. Right. I'll, I'll be quiet. <laughs> Go ahead. It's Start not, talking. It's not just you. Um, that's a fun t-shirt, right? Describe this one, Judge John Hodgman. That is a t-shirt which has a, a pair of glossy red lips and, uh, and a gold tooth blowing out smoke, and it says, Stoned Immaculate. What it's do you a red the, t-shirt? What do those lips remind size. you of? Like the Rolling Stones logo. Logo, yeah. 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 But but not enough. Like forty percent, so it's not illegal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like close, close, but not not too close. Here's another t-shirt that looks like the Flash Gordon 
uh, 70s film logo that says Busy Bee Productions. Yeah, I got uh, this from uh, somebody at Busy Bee Productions. <laughs> Creators of Bananagrams. And this is a really fun shirt with lots of uh, crazy like Star Wars type characters on it and George Lucas himself and it's from the, my friends over at Star Wars Minute. And, uh... Rob Cantrell, tell them what you brought. Uh, I have my uh, new CD. It's a... Uh... <laughs> About a year and a half. I was holding up the wrong thing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then I. uh, Dreams never die is the CD. Yeah. (laughs) And then some space ice cream. Yeah. So I thought your fans would like that. I think we'd all sell more of our CDs if we included space ice cream. Yeah. Uh, Because I'm including a copy of Gateway Doug too, and uh, Jeff brought some pure maple, pure soft maple sugar. And uh, I brought from the, the green room, because I forgot to send out the I'm not eating sugar memo, uh, red velvet Oreos. Ooh. Yeah, I'm high and have to look at these all afternoon? No, thank you. That, gr- that green room's for everybody, Doug. Is, all right, Jeff, take a couple out, and then we'll, we'll give the rest away. I think we should each eat half of one and put them back into the... <laughs> into the pack and I then like you'll that. have I our like DNA <laughs> for your all right. experiments. So all that stuff all that stuff is going in the prize bag so uh, wow. you don't want any of them? You sure? Yeah. You were just joking around? Yeah, I was trying to I was just being funny. <laughs> just, just clowning. Um, so let's do it, you guys. Let's, uh, let's start this thing. Let's we got to pick it. name tags. All right, uh, can we get the house lights up a little bit? And uh, now, now that guy with the flashlight doesn't feel so special anymore. <laughs> oh, I see a Wilson volleyball. That's fun. And um, how many people are coming back to the next show tonight, later tonight? All right, so uh, some of these people only have one shot at it today here at the Gramercy Theater. June. So make sure you pick the right... This is the quietest group. <laughs> it was a compliment. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll take these cupcakes. This work. Yeah, yeah, food often gets the job done. I saw that one on Twitter. Might have even retweeted that one. Because it looks pretty delicious and it's got my dumb face on it. It's perfect. All right. Thanks, you, you guys, for uh, bringing all those name tags. And uh, good luck again uh, at, the, at the next show later tonight or at the next show here at the Gramercy, which will be on uh, April 27th. Yeah, coming back April 27th. Tickets on sale now. Who are you playing for, Jeff? I, I think his name is Wilcox. Is that right? Yes. It's Wilcox. Good Wilcox hunting. Yeah, he put, uh, yeah. He put your face on it. With, yeah, me and, and my, Matt Damon, which no, is... No, that's me. It is? It's me and you. Oh, it is. It? Bench. I'm just... That is... Matt damon is all get out. Well, I, was, I grew a beard. It looks a little different. This was back in the 90s. Uh, it's got my name on the top real big, so... Uh, you a big Goodwill hunting fan, Rob? Yeah, yeah, it's a decent You like flick. that movie? Yeah, yeah. I like did those enjoy, apples. Did those you enjoy right. smoking out of those apples? But yeah. God damn it. <laughs> 
you playing for, Rob? I got Aaron here. Uh, just a beautiful baked cupcakes. Three of them with your logo, Doug. It's, uh, yeah. It's, check one's it out. A, one's got my face, one's got a heart, one's got a camera, because I love cameras. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> That's dope. And you get, does he get to keep the, the Tupperware and the whole deal? All right. I, oh, I love Tupperware. You get the whole thing. I do. It doesn't have the top, but yeah, we'll figure it out. out. Oh, she's got it. Oh, you it. got the she's top? It. It's, oh, yeah. It's right there under her feet, oh, the most man. sanitary spot nice, in all nice. of New York City. And there's special cookies. Oh, yeah. It's just down near the rats. I'm sure they don't, <laughs> sure they don't have rats here at the ground, you see. Uh, but you were complaining about, not complaining, but you were saying that they usually project the logo on the backdrop here. And I was like, well, they've you know, this is... in the past. They've yes. done it in the past, but now we have cupcakes. That's the logo, you know, and that's, that's even more special, you know. So there you go, everybody. There you, nice selection, Rob. Thank you, Doug. Great to be here. Sean, <laughs> who are you playing for? And of course, do, and as always, do not read the shithead on the back if they, if they put one there. Oh, uh, they have not put one, oh, but okay. I have one in mind. <laughs> oh, okay, so John's going to get to say a shithead that he picks. I am playing uh, for if June. If he loses. <laughs> What's that? Who are you playing for? I am playing for June. Uh-huh. I, I did the, the responsible thing and went for the first David Lynch's Dune reference that I saw in the audience. <laughs> A young woman whose name I presume is June held up this, which I now realize is the top of a David Lynch's Dune-themed jigsaw puzzle. She did probably, I realize now, the laziest job possible among all of you <laughs> to create a name tag by simply not even printing out, writing out her name and taping it June over where Dune would be. <laughs> the moment this was handed to me, I was very excited. I thought I was getting a David Lynch's Dune crossword puzzle, but you see it's only the box top. I don't know why you would ruin a perfectly good crossword puzzle set by removing the top. Do you have the rest of it, June? Right. Where is that? Oh, you know, I left them at home near an open window so the pieces could just blow out into the neighborhood. That's a highly collectible piece of merchandise that you have ruined in order to play this game, but I am glad I will do my best for you. I didn't hear what she said. You need the top back? She needs it back to control no. all those pieces. Yeah, you can't get that back. She's going to have to put, like, saran wrap or tinfoil on it or something. Or just pour all the pieces into a bananagram bag. <laughs> sure. If you don't care about anything, why'd you even... Yeah, go ahead. You won't get it back. Wow, you are tough on everybody. He's a tough judge. He's a very strict judge. The Robert Duvall character is based on him. (laughs) We're playing to five points today, gentlemen. Uh, If we have a a three-way tie at four points, this event will be settled with a round of asparagus pee. More on that later, if necessary. Um, we're going to play a little game to determine who goes first in the Leonard Malton game tournament of championships today. Uh, it's something that I like to call, how much did this shit make? And not unlike Price is Right, you guys will be bidding on the, uh, how much money a movie made in millions during its uh, North American uh, theatrical run according to 
boxofficemojo.com. And since we're in uh, New York, I was curious. I remember at the time it was a big flop. Robert De Niro and Liza Minnelli and Martin Scorsese made a motion picture, a love letter to New York called New York, New York. And uh, it was, cost a lot of money and went you know, long, over budget, that sort of thing. Uh, how do you guys think it ultimately did at the box office? Let's start with you, Jeff. How much do you think it made? $13 million. Okay. <laughs> Jeff says 13, Rob. What do you think? Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say $5 million. Okay. <laughs> Judge? I'm going to say $5 million and $1. <laughs> I was going to do that with three. <laughs> that was a pretty shrewd bid, but uh, uh, unfortunately, Jeff uh, really uh, nailed it with $13 because it made $16.4 million. Whoa. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Not to you. <laughs> means Just means me. Jeff gets to go first in the uh, Leonard Malton game, followed by uh, John will go second, and then uh, Rob, and we'll switch the order up every time. And I think I just saw a bat over there. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to let it go, but then I thought, no, I think that was a bat. <laughs> so, there, again, there are no rats at the Gramercy Theater. The bats just, are just care a of that. bat situation. <laughs> Any vampires out there, anybody? <laughs> are you for real about the bat? I think so. Are you worried? Yeah. All they do... <laughs> Here's what happens when they attack you. There's a little bit of tickling, and the uh, thing, uh, wings are kind of hitting you in the face. <laughs> I'm more it's worried. really pleasant, actually. <laughs> if you just ride with it. I'm more worried about what happens, about what you guys will do to me when it lands on my back to try to save me from the bat. That's generally when you get hit with brooms and sticks and Chairs. a blanket. Oh, no, I'm going to pick up a stool and just smash it over your yeah. head while the, every the movie, little vampire every movie, bat kisses you. Every movie I've ever seen with a bat attack, uh, the trying to save the person from the bat is where all the damage comes from. <laughs> That's what I'm scared of. No, it wasn't a bat. It's a fan. <laughs> I hate those is fuckers. it in my hair? Is it in my hair? <laughs> Hit me with a stool. <laughs> All right, you guys. We got one hour to pull this off. Let's see if we can do it. Jeff gets to pick the first category between Carly Marie B B E E on Twitter suggested you're here. Or yeah, okay. Oh. She almost wanted to take it back or something. Uh, she suggested Fast Batch Cumberbender. <laughs> fast Batch Cumberbender. Yeah, which is the films of... <laughs> uh, Cumberbatch and Fastbender. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch and Michael Fastbender. Uh, or... Austin, New York, suggested Doug Day Afternoon, and that's films where people do smoke weed in the daytime. <laughs> and 
at Dementomsty, Dementomsty, <laughs> suggested a really weird one, Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. And those are Martin Scorsese movies without an R <laughs> rating. Like at all? So it's Scorsese films that got some other rating that is not Does R. it count if you're pronouncing departed with a Boston accent? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the rating? It's not the uh, The rating the of the title? Film. Most of his films are rated R. These are the ones that are not. Oh, I thought it was an R in the title. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't use the letter R during the entire movie. <laughs> but if you thought it was movies with R in the title, then you just started yapping about departed when it's not even your turn. Yeah, but I knew that that wouldn't be one of them because it has an R in it. I hear you. I take. I'm rules. sorry, I meant I hear you. I'm a, I, I'm I an, totally I'm hear an, you. I'm an only child. I take the rules very seriously. Guy. I would not do that. To That's you. why I was surprised that you would do that. But then I just missed what you were doing. Most most Entirely. people usually do until three years later. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have such a laugh. Have such a laugh three years from now. Get it departed. He didn't pronounce the R when he said it. And, the, and then the person drives off a cliff. <laughs> Which category do you like, Jeff? The Doug Day Afternoon. All right. This movie has day smoking in it, which I totally recommend, especially today. Uh, would you like a movie with day smoking in it from 1995 or 2008? 1995. Okay. People don't know what's going on. What was that about? Yeah, why? Did they, did they see the bat? <laughs> I'm glad they did that because it, it made me look at it again. It's not 95? Huh? It's not from 1995? Which one did I say? You, you said 1995 <laughs> or 2008? Yes, 1995. Here we go. 1995. <laughs> Everyone was so shocked. I like, well, I thought something was wrong. One and a half stars for this movie from 1995 that has daytime smoking in it. He says about this movie that it has a talented cast. And uh, he also says that... Uh, uh, one of the actors in this film shows his fun side. Gross. And he lists... <laughs> Hey, baby, want to see my fun side? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Three, four, five, six, seven, ten, twelve names listed. Jeff Tate, how many names can you get it in? Twelve. <laughs> Expert opening bid. That's why he's here today. He knows what he's doing. Judge. I'll say ten. Perfect play. Shaved, <laughs> shaved an extra one off there. Puts Rob in a position. Um, I'll say uh, nine. I can name that nine. That's interesting. What, what happened there is he seems a little less confident. Yeah. Strangely, even though he's taking one less. But nine, nine is a lot of names. So I'm going to say eight. John, he says eight. Name it. 
The hammer, the hammer's dropping early, but uh, we'll see what happens. <clears throat> Your eight names are, and I'm not going to give you the clues again because that, that's how much I respect you as a player. <laughs> Lawanda Page, Faison Love, Angela Means, Bernie Mac, Paula Jai Parker, Regina King, and Anna Maria Horsford. Wait. That's only seven. Your eighth name is John Witherspoon. Friday. That's correct. Friday. Well played. Well played. Mm, can I have that robe, please? <laughs> Pass it around to whoever's in the lead. <laughs> Now Jeff's on the board with one point on his way to a potential win with five points. Uh, who challenged who there? John challenged. So I challenged. Rob is going to start us off and then go back to you, Judge. So be ready. Mm-hmm. Rob picks a uh, category between K Sarah Sarah, spelled K A Y Sarah Sarah, and sitting right here in front of me, uh, suggested one fine day. One fine day. And that's the films of Rafe or Joseph Fiennes. Okay. Yes, that's fun <laughs> with names and words. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a category. Liar, Liar. Not involved with Jim Carrey or his film at all. No, Liar, Liar is films where Bill O'Reilly makes an appearance. <laughs> yeah, I'm sticking it to that guy. Oh, wow. Wow. And your third option... I like that. From Top Men Pod on Twitter, Weezer. You know I love Weezer. Fun band. I've been, on, band. Their cru- I've been on their cruises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Woo. yeah. But this category isn't about the band Weezer. This is a movie where someone has asthma. <laughs> movie where a character has asthma. So what do you like there, uh, Rob? You like the asthma? Are you in favor of asthma? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the Fine Brothers. I don't yeah. believe they've appeared together, and now I just sort of gave away that that wouldn't be the movie I picked if they did. Or Bill O'Reilly. Uh, I think I'm going to go with The Weezer. Okay. It's, Somebody's uh, got asthma in this movie. Rob Cantrell. Oh, shit. The year is 1985. Two and a half stars from Leonard. He says this movie is lively and, huh, he says, it's a very nice review for only two and a half stars. He doesn't say a single bad thing about it. And he also says that uh, they, this movie uses Max Steiner's swashbuckling theme from Adventures to, of Don Juan. So that's a very nice piece of trivia that Len throw down, throws down in that, uh, in that review of this movie from 1985 where someone has asthma. And uh, he lists seven, ten names. How many names can you get it in, Rob Cantrell? Uh, it's seven. How many names? Ten, ten names. Ten names. Uh, I can name this film definitely. Well... With ten names. <laughs> Judge? What year were you born in, Rob? Uh, I was born in 1972. Oh, okay. 
Uh, I'm a you Scorpio. Look fa- you look fantastic. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Wouldn't that be I do fun a lot of if, push-ups. Uh, it'd be fun if on Jeopardy the contestants could uh, ask each other questions to <laughs> discern which way they think they should uh, pick yeah, the I categories and Yeah, I just gave him a big whatnot. hand. I just showed him my hand. <laughs> I'll say eight. He says eight, Jeff. Um... It's my favorite. Like, it's one thing on Price is Right when they're saying lower, lower. It's like, well, you know, that's something you can have an opinion on. But what he should bid. And then you're like, three. (laughs) Thanks for your help. Hope you're also yelling out help when the hard part comes. Uh, No, don't yell out. (laughs) No Amy Adams in. Um... I'm going to say seven. It is kind of fun that I have like a safe thing that you could yell out any time and I won't, I won't get mad. Only if Amy Adams happens to be an answer again. What, uh, <laughs> what year were you born, John? I was born in the year 1971. Oh. And I'm okay. a Gemini. Oh, yeah. How do I look the oldest? What? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe of... the Santa beard. But, uh, yeah. What did you, what'd you bid? Seven? You said seven. He said seven, Judge. Is it back to me? Not to Rob? Which way are we going? We're going to Rob. Sorry, Rob. it's me. And I was going to say, name that movie, Jeff. Oh, you get seven names? Wow, you're really uh, setting Jeff up here for another... uh, I'll I'll say no more. Well, he was born in 1985, I I was born in 1985. I'll say the seven names, but tell me the name of the movie as soon as you know it. This could be your birth film. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone has one. Parents are always going on and on about the movie they watched while you were being born. (laughs) (laughs) Or conceived, you know. Uh, Yeah. Mine's Serpico. Is that right? Is that right? I don't know. Yeah, there's no movie story with the power outage babies, right? The people that have sex because there was a power outage. All right, here we go. (laughs) Ten names. Did I say ten names? And you get how many? Seven. Seven. I get seven. Jeff gets seven. And then he's going he's gonna to say the name of this movie before I get to all seven names. Prediction. Joe Pantoliano, Anne Ramsey, John Matuzak, Kihai Kwan, Martha Plimpton, Kerry Green, and Corey Feldman. <laughs> the Goonies. That's correct. Well played. Well played. You All right, John gets to pick the next category. <laughs> Why did you pause so long before answering? Were you really thinking or just having fun? I was just having fun. Yeah. I wanted you to say it like after Joe Pantoliano. I wanted you to blow everybody away. But you didn't. No, at that point I thought, I thought it was down. something else. Oh, okay. Martha Plimpton was the giveaway, but... What did you think it was before? Is. Kihai Kwan's been in two movies. <laughs> Nobody's ever said that angrily before. That's a good point. God damn it! Kihai Kwan! Two movies! Yeah, what happened to him? We were all robbed of an incredible career because he chose not to do that anymore. <laughs> okay, um, John gets to pick the category. Okay. 
And you get to choose between these three. Would you like cocktail? There's no way you're going to pick this. Because it's movies with drinks named after them at the Arclight Cinemas in Hollywood. There's, or, no way, there's no way that I could win that. It's not no, fair. No, there is. There is, because there's lots of other clues along the way between now and when you have to right. guess the name of a movie. But okay. yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, at HB4H suggested Valentine's Dre. And that's romantic films that have a hip-hop artist in them. Or more than one. Those hip-hop artists have infiltrated acting. I see. You can't make a movie without a hip-hop artist in it. Yeah. Why, why would you? There's no reason to. And at Krev Alev, K-R-E-V-A-L-E-V, suggested Want to Do Some Nines? And that's the films of 1999. That one. <laughs> he likes to go with the crowd. Uh. All right, would you like a film from 1999? Uh, is... Or, okay, 1999? 1999. All right, I'll pick 1999. Two and a half stars from Leonard for this movie from 1999 that he says was followed by a sequel. And he also says that this movie is spotty and has several star cameos. And then Mm -hmm. he lists 14 names. 14 names. I'll say seven. Well, that is a strong opening bid. Rob? Um, I'll say... Name that film? Oof. Sounds like you don't mean it. Uh, I said it. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> Are you right. sure that's what you mean, though? That's true. He did have a confident, you know, but it's already been said. You did say it. Yeah. I like, I like the, the, I respect the way you play. And uh, I'll just let me get my pen ready to write down a point for John Hodger. <laughs> I wouldn't be too sure of that. You may swallow your pen. Charles, never, sir. Charles Napier is in this movie. Fred Willard. Will Ferrell. Kristen Johnson, Mindy Sterling. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You might not get this. Vern Troyer. What? <laughs> what? And your seventh name is Seth Green. And the film, do you want the clues again, Judge? There's a sequel, Spotty, 1999. Vern Troyer. Several star cameos should be conjuring itself in front of my eyes at any moment. I'm pegging the films of Vern Troyer at about seven. <laughs> Maybe eight or nine, if there's some direct-to-cable things or whatever. A handful more than oh, King uh, Shh, Amy Can't. Adams. Don't you Amy Adams me. Is it, is it the Beverly Hillbillies? <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is incorrect. Point to Rob Cantrell. Didn't see that coming. What's it called, Jeff? You show off. Uh, Austin Powers? The Spy Who Shagged Me. Yes, full title, please. 
I never ever saw it. I never ever saw it. Was but it you thing? know that that's Vern Troyer's oeuvre. Yeah. Is the there are very there are only that's a how few Mike movies. Myers movies. Yeah. There are only a few movies that. Oh, Vern Troyer. He I was, was a stunt of, um, double in uh, Baby's Day Out. I was so confused. <laughs> I'm deeply, deeply embarrassed. I Who were you thinking of? With uh, uh, Ernest. Oh. Yeah, you know, I got very. Jim Varney? Yeah, I Jim Varney. Who was always talking to someone named Vern. Yes. Vern. Hey, Vern. Off screen. You never Ernest was always. Hey, Vern. Yeah. I He's am always very, going somewhere. Very too. embarrassed. Well earned. A very bad on my part. I apologize. That's all right. That was, uh, it was exciting because I really, I really thought that was going to be an easy one. Yeah, you would have thought. It just shows you, you anything thought. can be difficult. <laughs> you would have thought. So I'll, choose another, the right I'll smarty, choose another category question. instead. We'll just wipe that one out and we'll start again. No, Rob gets a point. Vern Troyer. And Jeff gets to go first, and then we come right back to Rob. And Jeff gets to pick between uh, Pardon the Interruption, and that's uh, movies that I have or will be uh, interrupting. (laughs) So you have to kind of know my schedule, but it's more like a chance to just plug that I do that. Uh, (laughs) We're going to need a bigger coat. Uh, of course, is uh, it's not films that take place in uh, uh, here <laughs> in New York City or Boston. It is movies where someone is just outright frozen. Someone's <laughs> movies where someone gets frozen, or not KB Toys. I don't know why someone would have to put not KB Toys as their Twitter name. Uh, just just feels creepy to me that they have to be like, listen, I'm not a toy store, I'm just a Twitter account. No children. Uh, suggested red light challenge as a joke on our friend uh, that's on the show all the time, Ben Bailey. Uh, and the uh, the category is it's movies where there's a, a chase scene in a you know a cab is involved in a chase scene, which is most chase scenes because they always jump in a cab and say follow that car. I don't know what that was. It was not Amy Adams, but it was also not anything else that uh, seemed pertinent. Did you yell, get busy? Ben Bailey. Ben Bailey? Yeah. You're just excited about hearing Ben Bailey and repeated it, Ben Bailey! Also, you know, maybe instead of yelling out, uh, get a lozenge or something. (laughs) Ben Bailey! Uh... What was the second one? <laughs> it wasn't Ben Bailey. It was uh, Someone Gets Frozen. <laughs> Movies I have or are about to interrupt, Someone Gets Frozen or Chasing with a Cab. Why is this so difficult? No, because it's uh, they're all great. <laughs> they're said all ben fun. Bailey again. Yeah. You give him that opening, he's going to take it. I didn't know. I don't understand. This is why New York is like all these people are like, that's normal. But it's not fucking normal. Yeah. No one in the audience is reacting to him at all. We are, because we're not from here. It's pretty normal. We're also trying to do a show while a guy keeps yelling Ben Bailey. I just thought he was really into Cash Cab, you know? (laughs) I think he is, yeah, or or into Ben Bailey specifically. I want to take the the crazy one of movies you may or may not have interrupted. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, this film is from 1961. What year? No, it's not may or may not have. It's have or are about to. 
Oh, okay. Uh, and the year is 1961. All movies. Three and a half stars from Leonard for this movie. He calls it charming. Oh. Yeah, he says, yeah, why would I interrupt something that's charming? Uh, he says that, uh, he said it's got some dated trappings. <laughs> but those don't detract from high comedy. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> uh, those don't detract from the high comedy. I'll leave it at that. Uh, and then he lists seven names. How many names can you get it in, Jeff? And then we're coming at uh, coming at Rob shit. next. I'm going to go with zero. <laughs> uh, you guys might have, you know, he might have lucked out getting to pick that category, Rob. Uh, Jeff's a friend, knows my schedule, yeah. sees my tweets. Yeah. You guys both follow me on Twitter, though. You could have noticed it. Yeah. So what do you think, Rob? I say, uh, I have no fucking clue what it is. Did you say it was from 1961? 1961. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh, the year I was So born. either you know it or you don't. It makes it the oldest movie I have or will be interrupting. Yeah. And, but it has dated references from that year. So the references are like from the 20s. <laughs> uh, but I say, uh, I would like to say, name that film, Jeff. I also would like to say that, but I yeah. can't. <laughs> Everyone wants to know the name of the movie that Jeff, I'm pretty sure he knows it. Yeah. But here we go. Is it Breakfast at Tiffany's? <laughs> That's right. Breakfast Putting three Tiffany's. on the board. <laughs> Baboon. Sound effect. Damn. Oh, wait a minute. Were you getting a tip off from the audience? There's a woman holding no, no, a, we, a Tiffany's box in the front row. Point. Tiffany Wouldn't it be co. great if you opened that box and there, a bat flew out of it now? <laughs> Is there no, breakfast no. inside it? Don't do it. It's, it's got donuts lot. inside. It's breakfast got donuts and Tiffany's. inside of it. Oh, nice. I love it. They look eaten, though. I didn't know that. But you, didn't you just do... You just did, did you get that idea from hearing me yammer on and on about breakfast at Tiffany's? Or you just always been a Tiffany, so it's pretty obvious to you? Yeah, that's second you, one. Can you buy donuts at Tiffany's? <laughs> Are they like $1,000? <laughs> Well, don't just go biting into it. They're engagement donuts. You put a, you put a diamond in there. Yeah, that's how you trick your and lady. And then you give it to eating, the lady. Eating the ring. Yeah. You, can get, you can get them, but they're off the menu at Tiffany's. You have to order it. Yeah, like you get your engagement ring You're gonna have style. To... Uh, you ate that donut too fast, baby. I wanted to propose, but we're going to have to wait two days, and you've got to shit into a strainer. Yeah. First, <laughs> we're going to have to put a colander in the toilet bowl. Yeah. You ate that donut too fast, mm-hmm. but... Will you marry me? <laughs> the Name. new off-Broadway romantic hit, Shit in a Strainer. <laughs> uh, that guy pretends to be Chinese in that movie, and that was, that was dated then, right? Mickey Rooney. Yeah, played Mr. Yo- Yoniyoshi or something, and uh, man, was it crazy racist. But like, <laughs> even when it came out, it, was ba- it, it shouldn't have been happening, and then it's gotten worse over time. But also, she's just a bipolar maniac in that movie. Like, she, she, all she wants to do is mar- fucking marry old dudes that are, that are rich. I should point that part out. That you makes... also don't live in New York, do you? No, I don't. Yeah. Uh, just a, also, just a bunch she of people never... Shut ben up, Bailey. Ben Bailey! <laughs> ben Bailey, won't you please go home? <laughs> now, that's an old reference. 
<laughs> Manhattan is just a bunch of people yelling and trying to marry themselves into security. Yeah. Please have enough money so we can leave. Yeah. That's what everybody thinks in this town, right? But Let's you know what, move. Do you know what breakfast at Tiffany's means? I have no idea. I assumed. That, that, no, it's, a, you know, it's like breakfast club. You know, they don't ever have breakfast or a club. Uh, Wait, but, for, at, but at breakfast at Tiffany's, she eats her coffee and drinks a donut while well, staring in the window at Tiffany's. She eats her coffee and drinks a donut? Yeah. <laughs> I got to see this fucking movie, man. <laughs> I've eaten some coffee before. Uh, some of that gas station, like you get at a gas station, it's, it's not good. <laughs> It's a little thick pour over. That's the new thing. All you, all you fucking Brooklyn, like you have pour over. Uh, it's just called. I'm just going to drink it as fast as possible. Yeah. Judge I need it gets in my to brain. pick the next category. Oh, I sorry. I thought that was all done. Name that movie. Judge. <laughs> what? John Hodgman. Choose yeah. between okay. you guys. You and Rob need to, got some catching up to do. I That's know. That's true. That's true. Damn it. Jeff. I am so embarrassed. Jeff is running away with this thing from my Vern Troyer brain problem. Who'd you think he was again? I thought, I thought that he was Jim Varney. Jim and, Varney. And he thought no. that Jim Varney was like eighth And my math was going Hillbillies. so hard because I'm like, there are, only, there are only a few movies that Jim Varney did not star in. <laughs> Toy Story, Toy Story mm-hmm. 2, not Toy Story 3, rest his soul. And, uh, and uh, Beverly six, Hillbillies. And, and his uh, big, his yeah. big foray into mainstream acting. It was. And I was, was thinking of Vern Troyer that entire time. Okay. What a shame. That might have helped. That might have helped the Beverly Hillbillies <laughs> as a movie if it was Vern Troyer. Yeah. This is the main guy. Where do you hear my new podcast where I analyze my failure at Doug Loves Movies? That's my podcast. Yeah. Where I just I analyze my failures. We do an after an after show podcast called yeah. Talking Doug Loves Movies. <laughs> Chris Hardwick hosts it. You see, we can work together. Floyd's Ben Bailey. <laughs> now he's saying it like a question, though. Ben Bailey! <laughs> Hyperapathy, Judge what? John, Hyper-apathy. suggested, is the name on Twitter, Hyperapathy. Oh, okay. Uh, suggested cherub. You know that word, cherub? Sure. But in this case, it's a movie that has a lap dance in it. Because that is also a cherub. Ah. Yeah, Ben Bailey. And then... <laughs> a movie with a lap dance. All right. At Chrissy Fist underscore suggested lunch at Tiffany's. Oh. Holy shit. <laughs> and that's uh, romantic sequels. You don't see a lot of sequels to rom-coms. Sure. But this is one that managed to happen. And at Ruroni... Ruroni... 1029, always a catchy name. Four red weddings in a funeral. And that's ga- movies with Game of Thrones actors that have a wedding or a funeral in them. So that's complicated. <laughs> Which one of those do you like, John? Just really thinking about this one. Well, because I know the one, I know the one you have chosen for one of the categories, and I'm trying to remember if I remember its name. Oh. But I'm going to go ahead and say four red weddings and a funeral. 
So you're going against the one you wanted to pick? I won't reveal that information. Okay. <laughs> Would you like a movie with a wedding or a funeral, funeral. featuring a... <laughs> featuring a Game of Thrones character from 2007 funeral. or 2010? Wait a minute. From 2007 or 2010? Uh-huh. Game of Thrones actor in a movie with a funeral. I have two choices. Uh-huh. 2010. Okay. Uh, this one got two stars from Leonard. Uh, uh, of course, it was in 2010. And he says that... Um, hmm. Hmm. Oh, maybe I should have said 2007. He says... Just trying to find uh, anything, anything that's not a somewhat of a giveaway, but this review really just describes it so perfectly <laughs> without saying any other words. <laughs> mm. Misguided. Yet? It's misguided. <laughs> this film is misguided. That changes my thought thinking. And uh, some of the supporting players participate in zany antics. That's all you're going to get. Oh, shit. Uh, 11, 13 names that he lists. I'm going to say, you know, I'm I'm gambling at all. Zero. Whoa. Rob? Uh, I say uh, name that film, John. Right? It's supposed to go to Rob, right? Because Rob uh, challenged you on the Mark? last one and you got it right. Jeff? I don't remember. I just know that I know it and I could go negative. And I'm oh, really so you're disappointed. Yeah. Disappointed oh. it's not coming to you. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. so he says he could do it zero. So whoa, 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 what is it? I have a feeling I'm going to get the name of this movie wrong. If I get oh, great. <laughs> What's it called? I think it's called Scenes from a Funeral. They made it twice. I, I had both of them in here. And Peter Dinklage was in both of them. I know, yes. But, but this, was the, this was the black death, version. Death at a funeral. Called oh. Bleans at a funeral. Bleans! No, kidding. It was called Death at a Funeral, both times. Death and a death funeral? Death at a funeral. Death at a funeral. Because then, I guess, at the funeral, somebody dies. Right. I knew exactly what the movie was, but I wasn't sure of the name. And I had to gamble. And, it w- and Rob gets another point. Death at a funeral. The second, I believe, was... Was that directed by Frank Oz? second mm-hmm. one? Yeah. No, the first one was Frank Oz. The first one was The original Frank Oz. British one. And then uh, oh. one here was uh, Neil LeBute. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. In- Director <laughs> Indeed. of Bad Boys 2. <laughs> Neil LeBute. This is not a, not a good what? afternoon God. for me. What are you talking about? You didn't, Nothing. Don't, don't listen to that, everybody. He did not direct Bad Boys 2. <laughs> You really don't know New York, do you? Nope. Because he's, yeah, he's more of a playwright than a... He directs, though. Anyway. Bad Boys 2 is kind of like a play. (laughs) Have you seen it? I left it intermission. (laughs) I probably took your seat. I I saw it on the second half. All right, here we go. So Rob has two points, and Jeff has three, and John is killing it! Still in there, though. You're still playing. You're still allowed to participate. Jeff gets to pick the category. 
And then we go to Rob, the great challenger. <laughs> Rob's going to try to challenge his way to the top. <laughs> At Trips02 suggested to have and to have not. Not K-N-O-T. So this is a spelling joke. And you know what? Fuck that category. <laughs> All right, here we go. At Crosscheck, K-R-O-S-S check, suggested... Holy shit. This is just a coincidence, you guys. The Other Jeff Tate is the name of the category. And it's movies that have a song by Queensryche on the soundtrack. Does that give you an advantage? Are you well aware when you're watching a movie if there's a Queensryche song in it? I, that's when I leave. I fucking hate Queensryche. All right. At Super Naomi with two eyes at the end, or at least that's how many I put here, suggested Puff Puff Pass. And that's uh, Emily Blunt movies <laughs> that Leonard uh, gave two stars or less. So he took a couple of puffs and then he passed on it. And then this is a fun category, the Ken Jennings category. Great guest on the show. And that's uh, movies that the title is in the form of a question. I believe Who's Harry Crumb was one that you got in negative names. Might have even led to you being here today. Yes. Yeah, so. Who's Harry Crumb? Which category would you like to do today? I would like the Ken Jennings category. (laughs) Might as well keep going with it, right? Yeah. Would you like a movie that's a question from 1987 or 2007? The title's a question. A lot of movies are a question. Why? why? 2007. Has anybody seen Chappie? Yeah, I just saw it last night. Did you like it? I loved it. Loved it. All right. Because the critics aren't liking it, so I I like that the public is into it. A robot does nunchucks. (laughs) I mean, would it, would it, that would have been a better title. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going out to buy tickets for that movie right now, yeah. and it doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah. It's there. Go check it yeah, out. All the, I, don't, it's I bet you every scene, every moment of that movie, would, describing it would be a better title than Chappie. Yeah. But uh, your options, or maybe you fall so in love with Chappie you don't mind it by the time it's over. But I don't like that name. Uh, 1987 or 2007? 87 or oh, we, 2007? Uh, 2007. Yeah, it's on you, buddy. Two and a half stars. Uh, he says about this movie, subtlety is in short supply. But the ensemble is first rate. But he only lists six names. And the movie's in the title of a question. I think someone in the audience just said, Aliens? <laughs> well, I mean, if you do it like that, you can make any... <laughs> That's what I mean. It's not, don't say it as if it were a title. These are movies where the title, don't say it as if it's a question. These are titles that are a question. Have a question mark at the end. Six names. You know, because I'd put one on the end of Interstellar? <laughs> Uh, he says all six Rob the challenger <laughs> uh, I'll say five names I'll say four Name it Oh, why? oh. I'm sorry June 
I'll give you the top of your Dune Buzzle bag. <laughs> as a, as if he a doesn't win, he'll give prize. it back to you. That's fair. Yeah. But he still gets to say a shithead because you didn't write one on there. Because mm-hmm. you didn't want to ruin that precious although, although cover. Although, I'm thinking of a different one now. <laughs> you know what? You don't even have to tell me. I got it. Uh, Is uh, it your me? four names. No. Vern Troyer. <laughs> it's okay. I got plenty of them. No, no. I thought it was just going to be June as a shithead. No, I love June. Oh, okay. It is going to be... It's finally going to heat up around here in June, I imagine. So I'm going to love it, too. Your four names are Richard T. Jones. That's three names. <laughs> Richard T. Jones. Jill Scott... She can't be in a lot of movies. Malik Yoba and Sharon Leal. So you're missing two names, arguably the two names that could give it away. But it is a movie worth a question mark from 2007 that got two and a half stars from Leonard. Seven. What? 2007, you say. Yeah. I don't like this at all. Subtlety is in short supply. Sure. Ensemble, of which I listed only four out of the six, is first rate. And the title is a question. Uh Uh-huh. The question now is, how soon are you going to give up? (laughs) Are we there yet, too? (laughs) I don't know. That's a solid guess right there. Where did they put the question mark in, are, they there? are we there yet, too? Did they just put it That's at the what, end? That would I be accurate, wouldn't it? The question mark is the two. Oh. They just put the dot at the bottom of the two. Don't give that up. Save that. That's great. <laughs> Not a terrible guess, but the remaining two names are Tyler Perry and Janet Jackson, and the film is called Why Did I Get Married? Why Did I, Why did get, I get Married? married? <laughs> That's the bad luck of that draw that you got stuck with that movie. Sorry, June. Who, that, who here saw that movie? That's what I thought. <laughs> now, Jeff has four points, you guys. So he is on the precipice of victory. Could be very exciting if uh, Rob makes a comeback here. If John makes a comeback, it would be, be crazy. unlikely. <laughs> Unbelievable. The judge at the end of, you remember What's Up, Doc, that movie? I never saw it. Oh, my God. It turns out I've never seen any movies. It turns out. <laughs> well, you've been faking it pretty good. Just your, guesses, yeah. your guesses have been not bad for, for a non-movie watcher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, I use the internet a lot. <laughs> but I don't see a lot of movies. But the very last scene of What's Up, Doc, it's not really giving away too much to say that it's a courtroom scene and one of the funniest in the history of movies. And, oh. uh, and the judge in that scene is a very funny uh, old actor, uh, it was old at the time, now Vern dead. Vern Troyer played him. <laughs> Strangely, it was Vern Troyer Sr. <laughs> no, his name was Liam Dunn. Liam Dunn. He was also in Blazing Saddles. and He was the guy that had to take the test at the beginning of Young Frankenstein where uh, Gene Wilder kneed right. him in the balls. Oh, yeah. that's, that's the great Liam Dunn. Takes a good ball shot for an old man. Sure. I'm Who's looking forward to that Who stage of my with? career. Uh, Arguably, it's happening right now. <laughs> so who challenged who there? What just happened? Oh, Jeff challenged John. And so we're going to start with Rob and then go to Jeff. And Rob gets to pick between uh, Sagan Baggins 
I usually only say a person's name, uh, their Twitter name, a couple of times, and I drop it for time or whatever. But I gotta always say Sagan Baggins. Sure. That's, that's yeah. a sweet Twitter name. Uh, suggested Apollo 86, and that of course is films where Carl Weathers dies. Where Apollo Creed gets 86. Gotcha, gotcha. That's a good one. Uh huh. Speaking of Interstellar, uh, Interstellar got her groove back. And that's uh, Matthew McConaughey rom coms. (laughs) The ladies love a category where they can play along. (laughs) Just recently, Ricky Lindholm was on at the end of it. She's like, it was all boy movies. Oh, you mean movies? <laughs> and why did you guys... Well, I guess you couldn't cheer for Breakfast at Tiffany's until you heard the answer, but uh, that ended up being a girl movie. A, gir- a girl movie. I always think of it as more of a breakfast movie. Yeah. It's a donut movie that she drinks while looking at uh, Tiffany's. And your third option is Superman. And that's movies with soup or man in the title. <laughs> Soup or man? I'm going to go for some Superman, man. Yeah. Uh, Whoa. I had some soup today. It was awesome. I got a slow cooker. And, uh, Would you like a movie with the word soup or man in the title from 1970, 1973, or 1975? Oh, shit. Not a great pick category-wise. Unless you love movies that were made right around your toddler years. Yeah, yeah. 1975. You're taking the most recent. I like that approach. This movie's a bomb, according to Leonard Maltin, from 1975. He calls this movie trashy. Yeah. He says says that this movie... Weird. It's based on a novel, but also that it will only appeal <laughs> to the S&M crowd. Oh. Yeah, from 1975. And he lists, maybe I said too much, 11 names. Soup or man is in the title, not both. How many names can you get it in, Rob? Uh, 10 names? How many names are did he give me? Out of 11? Out of 11? Yeah, yeah. I would say 10 names. Fair enough. Now we go to Jeff. Name it. (laughs) All right, all right. That's how you want to win this thing? That's not how I want to win it, no, but that's how I'm going to win it. All right. It was a real pleasure to meet you, John. I assume that you're going to hold a grudge. No, not It's a, not grudge, no. John Hodgman. <laughs> that's my new podcast. But that's what people, like, they tell you their grudges. and then You, you should say, do a whole show no, complaining just, about Doug Lowe's movies appearances. No, no, just me talking about Jeff. <laughs> oh, and then he said this, and I forgot that, and then this. <laughs> I got, I got CDs for sale. I'll be out front after. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you do. Yep. No, I'm thr- uh, no, no grudges held. 
I messed up in a lot of different ways. <laughs> well, Rob will certainly impress everybody if he manages to uh, figure out what this is. I'm rooting uh, for you, Rob. 1975. 75, it's a bomb, according to Leonard. He, uh, what did I say he called it? Trashy? Trashy? Trashy. Uh, it'll appeal only, only to the to S&M crowd. S&M crowd. You know that crowd. The crowd. Boy, S&M? Boy. S&M, yeah. Wow. It has bondage in it. Oh, oh, I thought you said I'm H&M. not going to say anything about what <laughs> does or does not have in it. I'm just going to say that it'll appeal to that, a crowd that would enjoy S- I thought you said S- S&M. S&M. I just like just picture Leonard like blushing, just typing S&M. But, uh, I don't th- is it revealing too much to say that S&M stands for soup and men? <laughs> Did I ruin it? This movie definitely has men in it. I'm not sure if it has soup in it, but I bet you it does. And it's also based on a novel. And here are your nine names, Rob Cantrell. Ten. Here are your ten out of eleven names. <laughs> Come on, Rob. I got, I got, I got something. Yeah, you got a lot of names, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. <laughs> no, that's helping. Keep going. Ben Masters, Ben Masters, Paul Benedict, two Kombuka, Roy Pool. Both Kombukas. Roy. <laughs> To T-U, T-U, Roy Poole Jr., Lillian Heyman, Ken Norton, sure. Brenda Sykes, Richard Ward, Perry King, and Susan George. Ten out of eleven names. I don't know any of those people. <laughs> I try not to lay into right, it too uh... much. But I think one of the names is a pretty good clue, but that's, of course, because I'm looking at but the it was answer. A, it was a book, is the key I wouldn't right dwell on that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it wasn't a popular book. Just think of a movie that has man or soup in the title, and it's not Superman. Yeah. Uh, that might be from around that time. Feels old to you, maybe. Duck Soup? <laughs> That's super old, and you think at least two or three of the Marx Brothers would get listed. <laughs> That's I, the only d- soup I knew. I assume the Marx Brothers are just one thing in a yeah. building, like the. They Harlem were killing it in 1975. Oh right, yeah. The top name is With oh, and the, the Marx Brothers. Brothers. Mar- yeah. Ken Norton, Perry King, and the Marx Brothers. Right, right, and then you and know, duck soup, oh, duck soup, yeah. Uh, but don't yell out in the audience just yet, because somebody out there might know it. But uh, let me open it up to the panel. Does it help you at all to know that Ken Norton was a boxer, and this is his foray into acting? Does that help you no. with a movie that has man no. or soup in the title? You see how I said it that way? Soup was second. Like, let's try to stop thinking so much about soup. <laughs> Box, boxing What's man. A movie that has man in the title? From 1975. Fox Man. Lawnmower Man. Soup Man. Omega Man. Marathon Man. Maybe nobody here knows. Okay, audience. Cinderella? Who said Cinderella? Cinderella Man. See, this thing was hard as fuck. It is a tough one. It's it's too old, this movie. But it's also, once you hear it... Once you hear it... That's the same guy who's yelling Ben Bailey. Oh, he's got a whole thing going, Doug. Uh, He's going to ride this thing right to a Comedy Central hour. (laughs) Wait, for real? How do you do do that? 
You gotta be in the audience. You gotta just be yelling out random shit in the audience. Other comedians' names first. You gotta ride a. You gotta ride that one trick what, uh, into the sunset. Let me ask the guy, Ben Bailey guy, or yeah. are you now officially an Amy Adams guy? Whichever one you are, are you coming to the next show? Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, April 27th. Not later tonight? Not later. Oh, perfect. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we'll By see April 27th, I've got a good chance you'll be in jail or dead. <laughs> We have a judge. Just lay down a sentence. Get out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have we, this man removed from the courtroom. Is that the name of the movie? Have this man we're removed have, from the yes. courtroom? Yeah. Have this man. Get this man some soup is, is the name it? of this movie. Uh, Calm is, this gentleman with some soup. Uh, no, it's famous. Uh, like I thought pointing out that the boxer was in it might have helped because it's a, uh, a movie about slavery that was very... Uh, roots. Yes. <laughs> but it's but you say it like this, like no, real it's cool. About, like, it was a roots spinoff man. about a superhero named Roots Man. Roots Man. No. Blank Man? This film was called Mandingo. Oh, Mandingo. Oh. A Mandingo ate my baby. That, so that is that a is... shitty way to win, Jeff. Congratulations. Jeff Tate is moving on. Well done. Thank you. To the next round of our competition. (laughs) And uh, why don't we play one more round of the game, though, just for fun? We got a couple minutes. Sure. All right. Yeah. Let's give the prize bag to. Why would I want my humiliation to be over? Where's Goodwill Cox hunting? Where are you at? There he is. Come grab your bag, dude. Hey, wait, dude. You want Congratulations. Some, you want my robe? Yeah, and you get the robe as well. Let's play oh, the man, stripper what if music. You know... <laughs> he probably wants his name tag back, too. Do you want your name tag back? Uh, no, you can keep it. Oh, thanks. Jeff wants to keep it? He doesn't yeah, want to I'll keep it? it. I'll, no, I'll, I'll take it. He's going to throw it out as soon as he gets a chance. You hear that, June? No, That's class. That's we'll class keep it. over there. Keep, keep we'll keep it because we don't want you to play. We don't want you to use it again anyway. You won. That sounded really drunk when I said that. Yeah, yeah. You still you, don't, you use it again. Still don't sound like the drunkest guy in the room. <laughs> I'll get there by eight o'clock when my competition's gone. Yeah. And in April, I think I'm going to do sober April this year. I think I'm not going to drink in April. Oh, I'm going to get hella high, though. So don't you worry. I love, I love the, like, the weird social... Uh, so, like, when you go, I don't think I'm going to drink anymore, that there's, like, there are people who are like, Boo. No! Why would you? Why would you ever? How do you talk, how do you talk to people? Don't take care of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> why would you? Mad. What are you just going to... Ruin your body and relationships <laughs> like me. Please, it validates that I'm not wrong. <laughs> Just coffee and weed, you know? If someone's choosing not to drink during an entire month, there might be a reason. You might not want to just say, boo. Also, you don't necessarily have to weigh in. Like, it's a decision. (laughs) I'm not going to eat a Burger King for a whole month. But it's it's cool. (laughs) I mean, cool for you, but boo. Boo. 
Hey, you You're no two. fun anymore. I can't talk to girls unless I had two double cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> really loosens me. One up. clenched in each fist. <laughs> I That's show, how I you show pick up, up women. This is this is fuck you money. I got fuck you money. <laughs> these are New York prices. Six dollars on these cheeseburgers. No, you can't have it. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Fuck that. Dinner at BK. <laughs> <laughs> I eat my Burger King staring into the Tiffany's window. <laughs> Someday. I keep waiting for Rob to jump in with name that movie. <laughs> name that movie right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, who gets to go first? Who was left out of that last skirmish that settled this whole thing? John Jeff had that. to answer it. Uh, Rob, Je- wait, Jeff challenged Rob. That's right. So yeah, so it's back to start me. Start with you, John. You get to pick the final Death category. at a funeral. This means nothing. Scenes from a mall. That's what you got it confused with. Yeah, but that's fair, right? No, I understand. I, don't, yeah. you know, I knew that I was going to get it wrong, but I had to. I knew Dinklage was in both those movies. Big <laughs> Dinklage buff. Forget it, June. I'm sorry. Would you like? Uh, yes. I love this category. It's suggested by Gregory Pecks. P-E-C-S Well-earned snort Gregory Peck's well-earned Snort of delight from me Box of chocolate Which is any movie ever made Because you never know what you're going to get (laughs) (laughs) Or Acon Movies suggested. I think this is the actual. I'll take the first category. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. This movie is from 2009. It's from all movies ever made. (laughs) (laughs) Zero names. Two stars from Leonard. (laughs) I don't think I could name a movie from 2009. Two stars from Leonard. He says about this movie that uh, a few scenes have an undeniable power to unsettle. And the lead performances are spot on. And it was freely adapted from a story called Button Button. Zero names. No. Yeah, zero. He lists six names. Zero. He says zero names, Jeff. Uh, name it. Now, let me ask you real quickly. Would you be willing to give up your championship status if he names it correctly? No, what, what do you mean? I'm just joking around. Just trying to give some sort of excitement to this last silly part. But I guess it's kind of exciting that outside of actual play, John Hodgman can correctly name a movie. Well, we, we don't know that yet. And the film is called... The Box? That's correct! Oh! Wow. Wow. Killed it. That is... But I'm going to try to play that one again. (laughs) Stand up, Judge. I'm going to try to play that one again in the next next show, because they won't know. (laughs) You're not a judge anymore. It's like you changed into being a superintendent. Your principal, John Hodgman. That's right. (laughs) Your ass is mine. Oh, I know. I know. Go to the office. (laughs) 
detention. Now I look like I was born in 1971, don't I? Uh, Look forward to listening to Jeff and the next tournament installment, you guys. Congratulations, Jeff Tate. And thank you, as always, to Rob Cantrell and John Hodgman. Check out their podcasts and their albums and all the good things that they do. Is there a shithead on the back of your cupcakes? Hand it over. I think there is. I think this is a professional name tag. It's not some June crap. But uh, there's nothing on there, right, June? No. I see something here. You just didn't want to desecrate the box? That's a weird sentence to say to a woman. But I just did it. Well, that's okay. Do you have a shithead you'd like me to say? Okay, John Hodgman gets to choose. Bananagrams is a shithead. All right, as always, Bananagrams are a shithead, and the people who spoil the Walking Dead finale are a shithead. (laughs) June, please come and collect your highly collectible Dune cover. Wise and world is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart.